This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Curious to see what uh, Woods's takeaway was on Kevin Acey's latest piece in the UT about the fracture between Bob Melvin and AJ Preller. I mean, of all the things that I read, Woods, it's Ben and Woods here, seven o'clock on ninety-seven three, the fam. Okay. I think the fact that Peter Seidler, who we haven't heard from, obviously he's recovering, and, and we wish him the very best. But the the quote, or not quote, but the the line Seidler has expressed in recent days that he wants both men to remain in 2024. That the ideal outcome here for the owner of the Padres is to keep both A.J. Preller and Bob Melvin in their current positions. But is that is that tenable? And they're, they're going to determine whether or not they think it is within the first you know, 24 to 48 hours after the season is over. Uh, my thoughts on it are this. I... Uh... I remembered and saw someone tweet out yesterday Peter Seidler's comments after the 2021 season when they did the um, the info gathering of what went wrong. And here was his conclusion. You ready? We let molehills become mountains. Without a doubt, we'll correct that going forward. If there's a problem, we'll address it and kill it then. We let issues become bigger. He also said we're going to work deliberately to make sure – what happened this year never happens in this organization again. So that, to me, is fairly um, fairly damning, and not on Peter Seidler. I, it's not. I don't. That's not a shot at Peter. I think genuinely, after that season, they probably did get in and hash it out, and then they decided, let's go hire an experienced veteran master communicator manager. Let's do that. So they did it. Someone who is not going to let molehills become mountains. Correct. So then, in the piece on Kevin Acey, the other thing that jumped out at me was uh, this, this little stanza. Members of the front office have expressed frustration at what they perceive as Melvin often balking at their input. This pushback has only increased as the tensions between Melvin and Preller have escalated. Melvin... For 10 seasons, 10-plus seasons, managed the A's, one of Major League Baseball's most analytics-driven organization, and was able to coexist with a stringent front office. The difference here, people familiar with the back and forth, could largely be in the type of information Melvin receives. That's also damning. Now, that's not an isolated, that's not an isolated uh, idea. We have heard from... Um, 
we heard Juan Soto early in the year when he was dying. When he was dying. Had no idea how to hit a baseball again. He was drowning. And he's like, I need help. And no one's helping me. And I don't have the information I need. We also saw, to be fair, heard Nelly Cruz say, no, no, the information's good. We're just not utilizing it right now. So I know I'm supposed to have a really firm take here. I I will say this, man. Doing, there's one constant in in all of these years. It's not Bob. It's not Juan Soto. It's not Nelly Cruz. It's AJ Preller. That's been the constant uh, here. So for any, um, whether it's his fault or not, for any tumultuous behaviors, for any molehills that become mountains, there's been one person there to oversee all of it. And so that to me was pretty, pretty interesting stuff uh, in in the article from Kevin. I, I'm looking for the quote from the earlier piece, but Joe Musgrove essentially said, "We let molehills become mountains." Yeah, he year. pretty much said the same thing. We didn't address things as soon as we needed to address them. So in that sense, Woods, you're absolutely right. It's an indictment, and and you didn't throw Peter under the bus. And I, I don't know how much an owner really can do other than you know trust the people that he's hired. But he said in 2021, we're not going to let that happen again. And essentially, they let that happen again this year. Here's what Musgrove said. Um, You look at last year, we were one step away from being in the World Series. Not a whole lot's changed this year. Obviously, there were things that went on in the clubhouse this year that we didn't do a very good job of addressing and handling. I think if we addressed some of those things sooner instead of kind of letting them fester, some of that stuff might have worked itself out by no means is it a dysfunctional organization? That's the that is the that is the non cliche way of saying we let molehills turn into mountains. It is a uh, really tough thing to do. We're all married men. It happens. You get in arguments with your wife. Sometimes you look at each other and go, "Just forget it. And let's just move on." And if you can really truly let it go and True. not bring it back, you know, six months later, remember when you you know, like if you're addressing every tiny thing oh every God. time it comes up. That's not going to work either. It's not going to work either. It's not. <laughs> so it's 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 the line of knowing when and mm-hmm. where and how to communicate. And it just sounded like I mean, look, lo- losing breeds a lot of contempt, um, missing signs and bad base running, not paying attention to detail, really believing in um, you know believing in the numbers evening out, you know, that was our detriment this year. I did tweet last night a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but not really, not really. I'm going to try next season to not say it's still early. Don't worry about it. It's still early because as we've seen now. I'd also like Manny Machado to try that next season yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, honestly. give us about a week. I'll give us the first week of the season. The sense, right yeah, yeah. I'll, you get seven games and then. <laughs> doesn't mean you hit the panic button. No, no, no. It's not panic. And Jesse said last night. But those Jeff, games matter. Jesse, because I I would get a little, a couple years ago, I would get a little upset about the early inning losses, and Jesse would come on on Tuesday, and he'd call me down, and and uh, he would say, it's a marathon, not a sprint. That still remains true. It absolutely does. But when you look at where the Padres are at right now, it's and what's, what's our list of excruciating losses? 25, 20, at least. 25 at least 25. Yeah. Losses that 95% of the time should have been wins. Yeah. Had yeah. the lead late in the game, whatever. Yeah. Blew it, yeah. 25 of them, at least? Yeah. You're telling me, I mean, a bunch of those happened in April. They happened in May. They happened in June when we were all still saying, hey, it's still early. It's still early. There's still and, and half a season left. If you had 
four of those 25 games that you lost, if you had four wins, by, probably in the playoffs. By it's early. The, when I say it's early, I mean there's still time to fix it, right? But fix it. Don't let it become a mountain, right? Don't let it become a mountain. And whatever it is, um, whatever it is between these two guys, Ben, I don't know that that's the best working situation, you know. And, and based on this article, it's not. It yeah. doesn't sound like the, it. It's, it doesn't sound really. When you hear civil war, does that sound <laughs> that fixable? Sound great. <laughs> but when you started this topic about Peter wanting both Bob and AJ to return, uh, to me that. That screams, hey, we're just going to try again next year. We're going to just run it all back next year. Like, there would have to be, not only would they, behind closed doors, have to obviously address a lot of issues here, they're going to have to go public with something. Like, they're going to have to make me as a fan and us as fans believe that something has changed. Let's do it here. They play like, right if they do it here on 97.3. I'm okay if they run it back. they got to play like they did table. this month. Let's bring them in. Yeah. Broker some peace. Friday Morning, Friday. Friday. Hey, AJ, morning, AJ and Bob, just sit them, sit them right down. Each give, I, okay. give them a mic. Felt great. Oh, good. <laughs> Real, Real or fake is coming up. 833-288-0973. And I, I want to make sure this doesn't sound unfair. Because I, I, I like AJ Preller. We've known him for many years. We don't have to work for him. I think that helps the fact that you know we've gotten along pretty well with the Padres general manager. We've also gotten along well with Bob Melvin. But I think it's... Pretty apparent to anyone who has followed the Padres, Bob Melvin is a more normal relator to people than A.J. Preller. A.J. Preller is an unusual, dynamic dude, but he can can rub the wrong way. He, He doesn't. He marches to the beat of his own drum, even among... General managers, he's always viewed as a little bit of a an outlier, a, an outlier, a yeah. wildcat, someone who's a little bit different. So if you're looking to place a little more blame for friction in a relationship, I've got to start with AJ as opposed to Bob, the guy who got along with Billy Bean and the A's front office for so many years, the guy who has been you know, universally regarded as a great communicator. This feels like something that AJ needs to address. More than Bob does if they're sticking around. Can he do that is the question. And I guess they'll they'll make that determination in the in the coming days here. Yeah, it's uh it does feel that the Padres organization and, and it has been for a while is very clicky. You know, it's very clicky. It's it's we heard we heard rumors of when Tingler was here, it was this camp and that camp and this camp and that camp and, and that's you know, I think that's normal. Like we're a clique here. We don't really hang with other people. That being said, you know, we're all here for the greater good and the goal is to win and, and all that. Um I don't I don't even know that that's the case. You know, really. Like I I, I can see this group railing on this. Can't you see in your mind the anchorman scene of of Preller's crew and Melvin and his coaches in an alley somewhere? And you can totally see them like commiserating about the other and being like, these guys don't know what they're talking about. And then, you know, this side's going, this old dinosaur has no idea, you know, blah, 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 won't even take the info he's given. I mean, it, the, the, the craziest thing is, is the part in AC's article when he says, hey, man, if you need any evidence, remember where Bob Melvin came from. Just as stringent and analytics driven as anywhere. They made a movie about it. They wrote a book about it. What what's the difference? What's the difference? 
The A's have better. You're telling me the Oakland freaking A's have better information and better technology and whatnot than the San Diego Padres. Their payroll was forty nine dollars this year, and they have better information. They they provide more to Mark Kotze for him to win a game than Bob Melvin gets in San Diego, California. I don't understand that. I don't understand it. And if you're bullish on your methods, they're not working. We're not in the playoffs with a two hundred fifty million dollar payroll. All right, let's uh, let's get to today's game. It is time to play Throwback Thursdays, real or fake. Some are here for the compelling sports talk with Ben and Woods. Yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for real or fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, tell the people what they'll win today. First, I'll tell you real or fake is brought to you by Home Turf. Save time and water with pet-friendly, always green grass. And get a free consultation by calling the team at Home Turf at 888-4SD-TURF or go to sdhometurf.com. You won't know if it's real or fake. We got Sean on the line ready to play today. Good morning, Sean. Morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. Well, let's get you qualified for the grand prize trip to Las Vegas. That's two nights at the Westgate. Private VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook. $250 food and beverage credit. They have renovated $70 million worth of room renovations at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Legendary Vegas fun. Now, Woods did not direct me this week like he has the last couple of weeks. So blame me if you don't like the category. But you do get to use Woods to help you. Try to get four out of these seven correct on real or fake, Sean. All right, does anyone actually watch those Hallmark Channel original movies? My wife does. No. People must, otherwise they wouldn't keep making them. Some are even sports-themed. Today on Real or Fake, I have a list of sports-themed Hallmark original movies. You simply have to tell me which ones are real and which ones are fake, Sean. You ready to play? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Round number one. And you can ask Woods for help as well. Fourth down and love. Real or fake, Sean? Fourth down and love. I'm going to go fake. That one's real. Fourth down, fourth and, down love. and love. Came out, like I think, last year. Fourth and long. Fourth down and love. Oh. I see what they did there. Yeah. All right. We've got six left. You need four out of that six. Round number two. Love on the links. <laughs> real or fake, Sean? What do you think, Woodsy? I think that's fake. He had a little gleam in his eye. <laughs> you poker. I will go fake. Poker man over there reading my tells. Yes, that's fake. He yeah. got very love on the. It's his. It's his fantasy. All right, he here wants we go. To make love on a golf round course. number three. Three point shot at love. Real or fake, Sean? What? Three point shot at love. Fake. That's fake. That's fake again. Yes. Very good. good. Job, buddy. All right, round number four. Love throws a curveball. Real or fake Hallmark Channel original movie? Real. That one's fake. It's all right. You're still two, two, two out of four. We're still good. We got three rounds left. All right, here we go. Round number five. Love on the backstretch. Real or fake? Fake. That is fake. Very good. That, the uh, horse racing. Oh, okay. We've got a lot of horse racing. NASCAR we as well. Too, yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. All you need is one more right, and you are good to go. Real or fake? Game, set, love. Real or fake? Fake. No, one's real. Uh, it's a tennis-themed tennis love movie. All right, it always comes down to round seven, and yet it, it does again, Sean. 
for all the marbles and qualifying for the grand prize trip to Las Vegas. Hallmark Channel original movie, real or fake? Season for love. Real or fake, Sean? Real. Yeah, real. Yes! 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 Ah, Nicely done. Nicely done. Hang on the line, Sean. Paul will get your information during the commercial break, and we'll put you into that drawing here uh, in a couple of days for the trip to Las Vegas. I don't think I've ever sat through one of those movies. I think I've watched. Hannah does. Yeah, I think she watches them. They're on the Lifetime movies at Christmas. Yeah. I mean, usually at Christmas. There's... There's a whole other list. They do like a dozen Christmas yeah. original movies. And then throughout the year, they sprinkle in different ones, sports themed, all kinds of. You'll see some like old stars that you yep. like, you know, a lot of the cast of 90210 <laughs> does those now. I mean, you got to work, you know, I'm yeah. not hating on it some at all. The real ones, again, we're fourth down in love. Yeah. I got to look this up. Game, Game, set, love, love and season, season for, for love. Fourth down and love. Yeah. You want to look at the cast and the plot I'm synopsis? Do it right now. Fourth of, down and love. Fourth down and love. Ryan Pavey, I've never heard of him. <laughs> Dan Payne, Sophia Powers, Darlene Tate. Uh, fourth down and love follows a single mother and a pro football player as they meet again on her daughter's flag football field after his career is interrupted by an injury. Three stars, six five, six point five out of ten. It's not bad. That's not a bad Rating. premise. Yep. It's not a bad premise. All right. All right. How about a game set, set love? love? Yeah. Former tennis pro Taylor reluctantly agrees to coach her friend and bad boy Will Ooh. for a mixed doubles <laughs> tournament, only to find. There's a lot more to him than she thought. Ooh, not really a bad boy. He's a bad boy with a good heart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can fix it. Heart of gold. Yeah, heart of gold. Season for love. Season for love. That one might not even be a sports one. That might just be falling. It's amazing. Uh, after her divorce, a woman returns to her hometown to spend the summer with her mother and daughter. At her daughter's urging, she signs up for the town's annual barbecue competition where yeah, barbecue. she runs into her high school sweetheart. That's a barbecue theme movie, actually, but it fit in. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sean won it, so congratulations. <laughs> All right, we got Don't Do This uh, coming up next. Is this where we talk about Josh Hader, or are we saving that for later? Oh, uh, I think we'll save that for okay. later. I would like to, uh, I would like to put on blast the Cleveland... A uh, Guardian fan that did something atrocious. Oh, atrocious. Right. Sounds good. We'll get to that coming up next with Ben and Woods after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Don't do this. I got a little surprise for you, don't, don't do this. Listen, if I'm, if I'm something, something bad, I mean, tell me I'm a bad boy. You know, just tell me I'm a bad boy. Why? Just why? I get the argument. You don't have to explain it to me. I'm not a moron. Let me tell you why I am a dumbass. It's time for Don't Do This. Don't do this. On 97.3 The Fan. If you want to stay connected with Ben and Woods all week long, just give us a follow in the Odyssey app for easy access to clips, show reminders, and more. Simply download the Odyssey app, follow Ben and Woods, and listen to us no matter where you are. All right, I'll get us started today on Don't Do This. And this one was just kind of a head-scratcher. Big game last night between the Houston Astros and Seattle Mariners. Almost like a must-win for both teams. Houston, I think, started the day with a half-game lead over Seattle for the second wild or the third wild-card spot in the American League, and Houston ended up winning the game. So now they have a game-and-a-half cushion going into that last weekend of the season. Mm. But during the game, uh, big at-bat between Astros reliever Hector Neris and Julio Rodriguez, star for the Mariners in the sixth inning. Neris ends up striking out Rodriguez and then just, I mean, almost kind of loses his mind. Oh, I... It was like um, without the, who is it, the Roger Clemens, Mike Piazza, the bat. the bat, without a bat in his hand, but just started like yelling at Julio Rodriguez and like walking toward him yeah. as though he was going to start some sort of fight. It was a weird reaction. It was weird reaction. Rodriguez was walking away with his head down. He was bummed. Yeah, you know, he struck, struck out. out a big moment. But there and... wasn't anything that precipitated well, it. Well, there was. Was there? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's been a thing. Rodriguez didn't think so. Well, there's been a thing between these teams. Do you remember when Chaz McCormick was running down to first base? The, I think it was Ty France at first. And he swiped at his hand to try to knock the ball out and kind of hurt France. And it's just a Bush League play. Next time he came up in the next game or whatever, uh, he wore 99 to the back. They These two teams legit hate each other. Then Julio that night hit a bomb and was chirping the dugout. So now, a lot of teams hate the Astros. Yeah, absolutely. And the Astros don't do care. Remember this now. They do not care yeah. at all. Like, I had forgotten about that, that incident. That's the thing. For Neris's part, he said, it's just part of the game, emotional like the situation today, but it's nothing personal. I'm only trying to wake up my team. Yeah, he did, he did a good job because they came out and scored three runs yeah. the next Benches inning. Benches kind of cleared and then they got back and the Astros put it away and, and now they're in a good position going into this final weekend of the season. Rangers also in good shape on the verge of clinching the AL West now after they won again yesterday over the Angels. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty pretty nuts like i was watching the uh the twitter somebody you know obviously tweeted it out immediately and i went oh god i've never seen that before a guy went right after him and then waited for his 
buddies to come, come, come get me. Jump in don't the stop, mix. Don't don't stop me. Don't stop me. Come get me. Man, this story made me so sad. I am a big big Tito Francona fan. Always have been. Even when he was the Red Sox manager, loved him. I just have always thought what a great when you when you think of baseball man. I've always thought of Tito Francona. I know our uh, beloved Don Orsillo and Tito are very tight as well. He was tweeting some highlights out yesterday that were phenomenal uh, of their relationship. So, Tito, this is going to be his last season in Cleveland. Um, he's had some health issues. Got some health issues. He's so great, man. He he said, like, it's the worst-kept secret in baseball. I don't... Um, I don't want it to be about me at all. I want it to be about our players and our guys. He's just a, He just gets it, dude. So he's been riding to the ballpark on a little scooter, you guys, for the last few seasons. Like a little, like a moped, not quite a bird scooter, but like a moped. Well, it was stolen once. They got it back. And then it was stolen again. And uh, it was dismantled. They, they stripped it. And he said, quote, the hog has been officially put on ice. It got stolen again, but this time they stripped it. Uh, been in mourning. They got it in the clubhouse under a blanket. Looks like they took took a baseball bat to it. Uh, they also pooped on it. Whoever um, stole his scooter and 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 ripped it apart. They also uh, they they went number two on it. Monster. Did you hear me? They went number two on number it. two. Number two. Inst- instead of just like, hey, let's steal this scooter. Not only am I going to steal this scooter and strip it and and dismantle it, I'm going to poop on it. Are and they, they did. Are they mad at like the Guardians' record this season? Maybe. Like, I mean, that's like a your guy's leaving and he's hanging him up after all these years in baseball. And not only do you steal the man's scooter, you go doo doo on it. And I think that is just insult to injury, and it made me very sad. Yeah. So I'm sure Cleveland will step up and get him a new scooter. But it did make me very sad. It was a really nice moment of the game, though, when they gave him the standing ovation. And the players blocked him they from blocked like, him getting back from into the, to the dugout, dugout, so the ovation could continue longer. Uh, that was that was a pretty sweet moment for uh, for Terry Francona. All right, uh, finally, a little do do this, maybe mixed with some don't. Mega do do, a little of both. Uh, first of all, a do do this, and a thank you again to the Atlanta Braves <laughs> who prevented the Padres from being eliminated. By coming from behind for the second straight day against the Chicago Cubs. Who oh, the Cubs. Once again, missed uh, on a golden platter a chance to eliminate the Padres, at least, and maintain their lead in the wild card race. But instead, they blow a 3-1 lead. Did you see the errors? They commit, yes. They oh. have several errors. They gave up runs in the 7th, 8th, ninth, and then 2 in the 10th. Oh, my God. To lose it to the, uh, to the Braves 6-5. to And in that 10th inning... Uh, Acuna, Ronald Acuna Jr., drove in the tying run after the Cubs had scored in the top of the 10. Then he's standing on first base, sitting on a 69 steeps for the year, ready to make some history. And we're really stopping the game. Oh, that's the wrong one. Sorry. Try it again. Ronald goes! There it is! He did it! A 40 70 season! And a season unlike any other. Yeah, they, uh, he didn't join the 4070 club. He created yeah. the 4070 club. Never done before in the history of baseball. 40 home runs, 70 steals. Uh, he then came around and scored on an Ozzy Alvey single, the winning run, uh, to give the Braves another win and clinch home field advantage in the playoffs uh, with that win as well. But the uh, the possible don't do this with all those do-do-this moments 
comes to the Cubs broadcast team, one of our good friends, Boog Shambi. Oh, I love Boog. On the call. And I, I sort of understand this. I mean, the Cubs are in the torture chamber right now. Oh. They're trying to fight for a playoff spot. And when Acuna steals second, they pause the game for a, a you know, a few moments, a little, maybe a few more than a few moments to recognize the accomplishment. Acuna to take the base out as a souvenir. Here's the one like Ricky Henderson did when he stole his record setting base. And uh, the Cubs broadcast team was getting a little tired of it. And we're really stopping the game. Can, we, can, we, get, can we get the, can we get the, can we get the base after the game? I mean, this is, this is pretty absurd. I mean, it, it's just a hell of an accomplishment. Totally, but you but can't stop the game. Yes, you can. Well, and you this know. is MLB history. It has never happened before, and it's in Atlanta. Yeah, I've, I've got a mixed feeling on this. It's in Atlanta. You, what did you expect? You, I'm sure you plan something. You don't know when it's going to come, though. right? I mean, if if he did it in the first inning, like he singles and steals second, and it, the game has just started, and they stop it for a highlight montage and to give him a nice standing ovation. No one cares. But the fact that it's a tie game in Bottom the 10th ten. inning with two outs and, you know, the Cubs season is hanging in the balance, not the best moment for the Cubs well, to just go ahead and one run leads in the eighth and ninth innings, sit then. cold for, you know, five minutes while they honor Ronald Acuna Jr. Can I just say, in all fairness, if it were Tatis that was doing that, and the other broadcast team took exception, I would absolutely fillet them. If it was Mookie Betts doing it against us, I would absolutely fillet Mookie Betts. I'm a hypocrite. I'll wear it. Okay, but we like Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't bother me in the slightest. Uh, Robert Stock made a good point, former Padre uh, pitcher. His managers go out to argue with umpires in important situations all the time. Pausing the game for much longer than this. A 40-70 season is absolutely bonkers and needs to be celebrated. They stop okay. the game when the guy gets his 3,000th career hit. Sure, yeah. That's happened before. It's it's happened. You know, it reminded me of when I was a kid and Pete Rose got his 4,192nd hit, passing Ty Cobb to become the all-time hits leader off of the Padres and Eric Shaw. And, of course, they stopped the game down uh, in Cincinnati when it happened. But Shaw was just getting, you know, he just got warmed up. It was, uh, I think it was early in the game. He kind of just sat on the mound, plopped down. Plop down, and it was he was criticized roundly in Major League Baseball for being disrespectful for the big moment, and it was something that you know kind of dogged him the rest of his career, uh, and was something he could never really shake after that after that moment. Excuse me. And that's um, it. Yeah, that's don't, don't do, and do, do this. Do this. Yeah. And I'm sorry that we you interrupted are. your nap. Oh, man. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, uh, we'll come back. We've got some great guests coming up in the second half of the show. You definitely do not want to miss Eno Saris and Kyle Boddy, uh, who are going to be around with us. I do want to get into Josh Hader's th- uh, thoughts on Instagram yesterday as well. From We just got to keep track of all these Padres Issues and controversies that never we've been stops. discussing this last couple of weeks. Just, just as we discuss the new one, we're going to follow up on the day. old one. Yeah, give you the latest on on Josh Hader's thoughts of not being used in that uh, two to one game earlier this week. It's coming up next with Ben and Woods on ninety seven three The Fan. The King would have been on Dreamville talk to him. One time for my LA sisters. One time for my LA. Lane can't tell the difference. One time for a who knows. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her.
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. got a behind the scenes conversation going on we'll probably open open it up to everyone else a little bit about the uh the Padres managerial future there's a piece just dropped in the athletic from uh, Tim Kawakami Bay Area columnist and writer who said I think the perfect Giants manager for next season and beyond would be Bob Melvin they're just waiting for the Padres to you know make the mistake of letting Bob go so maybe they can swoop in and replace Gabe Kapler. Bruce Bochy, the return. With Bob Melvin. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? If the Giants go on you don't to have World to, Series success. Yeah, we know exactly what it feels like. And Paul brought up, we were just talking about Tito Francona retiring. That was my, you need to stole my credit. You, oh, you thought that my the, idea. the Guardians would yes. be the perfect solution God. as well for Bob Melvin? Thanks, Ben. No credit. You're welcome, Paul. Yeah. I mean, Tito is leaving. They're looking for a new manager. There will be a vacancy there in Cleveland. I mean... Like I said, he's going to have a job within 24 They're hours. They're a fairly analytically driven organization yeah. like the A's were, but have had a history of success as well. Uh, you know, They're a team that expects to compete every year, so that would be appealing. Like, pretty, like we've said you know, many times. Pretty weak division. If you the feel Padres, like it's winnable. If the Padres do let Bob Melvin go, he should have no shortage of job offers in the next 24 to 48 yeah. hours. Like, after even managers that are under contract would be sweating. Yeah, I would say a little bit. You're like, oh, you got one year left on your deal? We'll pay you out because we can. We have a chance to get Bob Melvin. But to be fair, if the Padres let A.J. Preller go, I'm sure he would have any scouting job he wanted in, in the baseball. World. But I doubt that you know, president of baseball operations would be there for the taking in a bunch of organizations right now given the track record with the Padres. Yep. So, so keep that in mind when you kind of you pick your sides and what's going on here. AJ is not in the position he's always been in a pretty good spot with the faith of the ownership and the excitement that he's created in this town. He's been on pretty solid footing for many years, but right now I think he needs to take his next steps very carefully because the ground is a little shakier now after this season. Isn't that so telling. We've made that point before, but isn't that so telling that we all agree? We don't even hesitate 
when we say that Bob Melvin would get a job like within 24 hours. If he wanted it. If he wanted it. And we are not so sure that the same exists for Correct. Like that's that's pretty telling to me that sure. yeah. letting Bob go would be the wrong move here. I, I mean, I'm bracing myself for all of it. I'm bracing myself for it. I I expect to be disappointed. <laughs> I do. I expect to be disappointed. So in all likelihood, season ends on Monday. We talked about Kevin Acey's article in the UT. Big meeting planned for Monday within 24 hours, they said. You know, it's weird. I I, I don't know that you Think can... Think they'll let us live stream it on our YouTube Maybe. channel? Maybe, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they would love that <laughs> with our unfettered uh, access. We'll make it a private one of our uh, YouTube gold yeah, uh, yeah. streams. I do, uh, I do find it interesting that after this season... And this relationship and everything that's gone wrong, you're going to knock this out in an afternoon, like a town hall meeting, like you're going to do it in on Monday. You're going to come. I'm sure that there's already been a lot of high level conversations. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that there are decisions that are 75 percent made right now, uh, but you want to get. It from the horse's mouth. You want to hear directly from Bob, from AJ. I don't know that they'll be in there together. I can't imagine that would be great. Uh, but, hey, you never know. I don't know how they're planning on handling this thing. Uh, but I do know there's no path forward, in my opinion. Based on just what I've heard and what I've read, there's there's very little path forward with these two guys unless unless you know they both agree to really change like okay and by both i think we're mostly meaning aj yeah i think so i mean and there was talk in, the, in that article too about about maybe t- reining him in a little bit i have no idea that it's true or not I have no clue none well and and like we just said with the knowledge that bob is probably going to get a job offer does he have to change as much he can say I mean, if you don't like the way I do things, then I will go and I will manage somewhere else. But if you like the way I do things, then I'd like to work a little bit differently with the GM. If you want to keep him around, then this is kind of, I would like the relationship to change. I can see that playing out in this meeting that's coming up. Mm, Correct. what I wouldn't do. (laughs) What I wouldn't pay. Fly on the wall? Fly on the wall. No, just woods in the room. Sit a chair. A conference table at Petco Park. Bob Melvin, it's AJ Preller. Eric Grutner. Eric Grutner. It's it just said members, members of, of Seidler Equities. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. And I imagine Peter's at least Zoom maybe made his wishes clear. Or caught like conference call or something. Yeah. I used to do it at Grand Old Barbecue or something <laughs> on one of those picnic tables. That'd be good. That'd be a good place to do it. Yeah. I also Private. wonder, going back to AC's article, like Ben highlighted, like the second paragraph was talking about how Peter Seidler's wishes, according to Kevin AC, are that both men stay. So isn't it? Isn't that it? Isn't that kind of all said and done then? That kind of feels. Like, but again, as you, hands-on with the team as Peter is, if what Peter wants, Peter gets. But the, the, he dan- gets to do. the danger here is. I'm sure everyone wants to please Peter. Guess what? Just like we all kind of like Peter, they like Peter too. Mm-hmm. He pays their checks. He's a good guy. They want to please Peter. Are they going to do a lot of nodding in that meeting? Like, yeah, oh sure, yeah, no, sure, I, sure, I, I can sure, change. Sure, 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 absolutely, Peter. Whatever you say, Peter. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll better communication. This won't happen again. And then, you know, they leave the meeting and go, okay, let's go back to what we were doing. I mean, is that not isn't a that danger? Re- of- isn't that the reports from the Padres clubhouse this year that all, the, all yeah. the players do the same thing? Like, we need to do this and this and this, and then you go right back to right. doing it your way. So it's not about hashing it out in a meeting; it's about the follow through 
after the meeting that's been the problem. Uh, doing the work to change is massively hard as someone who's in it. It's massively, massively. What are you trying to change? M- a lot. A lot. That's why I spend. I know you do uh, your therapy. Yeah. It's hard work. <laughs> like it's real, real, real work. It's not building a fence in the backyard work, but it is absolutely excruciating work sometimes to go in there, bare your soul, and then have to apply it. Take that deep, long look in the mirror. Yeah, and then to go and go home and actually apply it or apply it in other places in my life. It's excruciating work. It's not – there are people that go to therapy and, and try to – you know, they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, I will. I will. And then you walk out and do the same thing. When you – that I've, I've tricked many, many therapists over the years. When you actually have to do it and you're actually trying, it's exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting. You're biting your tongue. You're you're doing things that you've never done that you're not comfortable with doing. And over the course of when things go a little awry, you do fall back into the things that you're trying to change. It's just human nature. So if there's if it's a truly been a oil and water situation, you can stir that all day. And you can stir it and stir it and stir it. It's never going to mix. Never. It will never, ever mix. So, um, you know, in, in my opinion, I think that is a real risk. The neck effing of Peter Seidler. Yeah, okay, yep, sure, sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely, I will. Bob wants to keep his job. AJ wants to keep his job. Who wants to leave this place? Who wants to leave San Diego, the San Diego Padres, you know, and, and, and this great fan base and this great ballpark and this beautiful city where it's sunny all the time? Who wants to do that to go to Cleveland? Nobody. Nobody wants that. So, of course, they're going to tell him what he wants to hear. That's human nature, too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, 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 sure. And then, you know, you go back after two months and start doing things. Maybe you think you're going to change. You actually, you you actually, actually can have to fool put in yourself. the work yeah. to change. You can, a good point. You can fool yourself into saying, all right, I will. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be different. And then you lose four in a row, five in a row, mm-hmm. and AJ's knocking on your door, and you're Bob. You don't want to answer the door. Like, it's just it's tough, man. It's a, it's a tough business, and it just goes to show you just how difficult it is to actually in this league. I mean, it is just, you need so much to go your way. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Ashley Furniture. Fall is here, and at Ashley, seasonal decorating is a breeze. Snuggle up on a sectional or ultra-modern sofa or gather outside with a new fire pit. Ashley has everything you'll need. Shop in-store or visit ashley.com today. We've finally gotten down to the Josh Hader usage controversy and who is really to blame. And it is us. Yeah. We will let you know why after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right. So uh, we're referring in this this discussion to a now-deleted reply on an Instagram post. Has it been deleted? Oh, it was a reply? Yeah, it was a reply. I thought it was Uh, on his story. No, it's not on his story. It was a reply uh, to a comment about what happened earlier this week, the last time the Padres lost a game when... You know, the Giants, I think it was Monday night, the Giants had the bases loaded, the eighth inning, two outs, Conforto lefty at the plate, Suarez had already gotten three outs, but you know, where's Josh Hader? Why can't he come in and get a four-out save? Get Conforto, why why yeah. can't he come in early? And Bob Melvin had his somewhat curt post-game press conference, not wanting to throw Josh Hader on the bus, but clearly having no logical explanation as to why he couldn't have gone to his closer other than... Closer doesn't like to pitch outside the ninth inning. He does his three. He does his three outs. That's what he does. 
It was overused in Milwaukee. Now he's got strict rules as to when he goes in. And then Hader pretty much confirmed all of it when he said to reporters after the game, Hey, what you want me to do everything here? I mean, you know, we we're not re- are we in a playoff race? You know, he he had those comments that we read to you on Tuesday morning on the show. Yeah, so he says he was responding to somebody named Ryan. Ryan said, "But can't go four outs." I don't know what he was responding to. And then uh, Josh Hader uh, on Instagram said, "Y'all love a narrative." Phone to the bullpen never rung in that situation. Didn't know I had to make the call to the dugout to put myself in. This is my favorite part. Got to love the media. It's my fault. It's your fault, Ben. It's everyone's It's a fault. funny line. Like, hey, am I, supposed, the media. am I supposed to pick up the phone in the bullpen? I'm Is ready! It, hey, <laughs> don't you want to get me up right now? Skip, I think this would be a great spot to use me. Of course, it doesn't work that way. And I can't wait for the next time my I, wife I, goes, I don't, hey, idiot, I asked for red onions, not yellow onions. I was <laughs> Gotta love the media. Gotta love the media, man. I, I'm going to start using it for everything. 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 I, I don't believe anyone. I certainly know we didn't. And I didn't see anyone else. Try to imply that that Bob Melvin picked up that bullpen phone or had Matt Williams pick up that bullpen phone. And they said, Hater. get Hater up. And Hater goes, nope. no, 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 it's the eighth <laughs> inning. I don't think anyone thought that that's how it went down or reported that that's how it went down. No, no one ever said that. <laughs> what was reported and seems to be completely accurate based on Josh Hader's statements is that he has made it very well known that that's not what he does. So don't bother calling in the bullpen in a situation like that. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to be stretched to four outs. So Bob Melvin didn't call on the guy that he knows as well as the rest of us, fans, media, whoever, the best chance to get a big out in that situation with a lefty at the plate is the best lefty reliever in the game and one of the best that we've seen in decades in Major League Baseball. Probably not a wearying Robert Suarez who came in in the seventh inning and his pitch count is starting to climb. But they didn't feel like that was an option. That's how, what did Bob say? That's how we're doing things, right? Yeah, that's, that's how, how we were, were handling it. That's how and we're handling it. You know, the, there was a part of an article, too, I believe in, uh, I believe it was from The Athletic, um, that said, before the Padres wild card series in New York, Melvin, pitching coach Ruben Niebla, and Hader all sat down and talked about the, de- the possibility of, of deploying the closer for four outs. They knew, given his uh, usage patterns over the last two years, they would have to exercise caution. We're talking about the playoffs here, guys. Playoffs. Uh, they sketched out the parameters and waited for the right situation to unfold. You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> you kidding? So if you have to sit down with your closer in the playoffs and say, hey, we may need to use you uh, a little bit extra, I don't know that that's the right uh, – maybe it's not the right guy or the right mentality. I and that's not a personal shot at Josh Hader. I like Josh Hader. I think he's like I said yesterday, the day before, he's done a lot of good in this community. I think he's done he's pitched really, really well, really well. when called upon. Yeah. He pitched really well last night. Well, speaking um, of playoffs, I mean, I don't think we've talked about it yet, but I know a lot of people in town are saying drawing their own conclusion that that's why we didn't see Hader in the eighth inning against Bryce Harper last you year. You know, I can't imagine that that's true. I really I just can't, can't either. I but... can't wrap my head around it. I'm a Bob Melvin stan, so I, you know, that would help bolster my I, case. I was listening to the coach uh, the other day, and he said, "Hey, I, I talked to Bob Melvin one day about that, and Bob said, well, there's you know, there's things behind the scenes that you know, you know, he didn't say specifically what it was, but he didn't, didn't necessarily lead him to a different conclusion well, either.' That, so you know, that feels 
that feels uh, speculative on my end. So uh, I, I I can't speculate one way or the other. It's, it, it it certainly helps bolster my case that Bob Melvin's the right man for the job here, and Josh Hader should probably go. I don't hear the music, but we like have to get out in five oh, seconds. Yeah. So I will. Uh, oh, we'll yeah. be back with oh, wow. more on this conversation there, next there here on ninety seven three The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.